0: What's up? It's Josh.
1: It's Mitch. Let's talk about youth. Hey, let's do it. This week on Let's Talk About Youth, we're talking all
0: things authority. Ooh, authority. That's right. You know, uh, it's going to be a good one, and I'm excited to talk about it and see what happens. Yeah, we're going to hit politics real quick. We're going
1: to talk about parents. We're going to talk about bosses, teachers, coaches, and all these other things that we're going to talk about, most importantly. Hey, parents, that's a good one. No, no, no. Most importantly, we're going to talk about God our relationship with him and that he is ultimate authority big time thanks for tuning in hey let's
0: talk about youth let's do it so authority everyone's favorite subject Mm -hmm. right i'm like i love listening to the people tell me what to do two scoops of that please i always do exactly what they say and I never have my own agenda yeah you told me to jump I ask how high yeah that's right that's right 50 feet 100 feet whatever you say boss <laughs> no hey, authority what a kind of idea that is kind of central in life right now in your life in my life and everybody who's listening is live is yeah. there you have authority in your life and I look at it and I say what is it do I respect it do I listen to them or how am I handling it right now?
1: I think that authority is something similar to a lot of things that we do. And we pick and choose what authority we need to listen to, need Definitely. to follow, and other things are like, nah, never mind. Yeah.
0: What's your credibility?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> or do I like you? If I like you, I'm going to listen to you. And if not, I'm not. Yeah.
0: If I don't like you, I'm not gonna listen to you,
1: right? That's how we approach a lot of authority. Yeah. Or if I don't like what you're saying right now, like I do that with mom and dad, you know, like. (laughs) But it's super prominent. I mean, it's always a hot topic, um, or something that's really on students' minds all the time. I think, but even more so, I think with what we've just gone through in government, big time, you know, election year, change in party power and and all that stuff, but um, that's just a piece and a part of authority, and we want to talk bigger picture authority. Big time. And what does the Bible say about authority? It talks about government authority for sure. You can spend a lot of time studying and reading about what the Bible says about government authority, but we just want to take kind of a step back, because most people who listen are who this is for, you know, the youth most of them can't vote. Most of them, that's not their will. They might have opinions on it, but it's not something they can act upon. It should be something yeah. they should think about and and develop opinions about so that they're ready when they can vote. Uh, but there's also a lot of authority in their life that I don't think they're approaching correctly <laughs> or the way in which the Bible might
0: ask them to do so. Totally. Like, excellent. I mean, totally agree with that statement. I think authority in our lives for students, you know, you're going to have opinions. You're going to grow into your own thoughts right now. Your opinions may be someone else's opinions and they're just fed to you. You take them and this is what you think about them. But you are going to learn as you go on. What's my opinion about that? And I think how it is now and even as you grow older, like you make your decisions based on how you feel. Right. So the authority that you're unfortunately, unfortunately. Right? We make a lot of decisions about how we feel. Like, I want to listen to, like you were saying earlier, I want to listen to that person. They told me to do this, so I'm going to do it. Oh, wait, they told me to clean my room. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to, right? A really broken down basic thought from a parental authority. I'm hungry, I eat. Yeah, I'm hungry, (laughs) I eat. I'm getting this because that's what I want. Right. And I think that goes into all aspects of your life, but especially with authority because I want to feel good about everything that I do, even if we don't know how valuable what they're having us do is.
1: Yeah. And when we were prepping for this, you said something so massive that's like feelings are dangerous. And a lot of times we need to get feelings out of the way um, and focus on facts right, or focus on truth. Yeah. Maybe better said, you know, it, it kind of actually Josh is a lot of my relationship and walk with Jesus in that I've struggled for a long time in my relationship because I don't feel saved. Like I don't Mm. feel like I'm that bad of a person that I need this savior to come in and rescue me. But I need to always and constantly remind myself like, no, I'm a sinner. And I may, might not have done these things that I feel like, or I've decided are super bad, but the facts are I'm a sinner. I need a savior and I need to keep going back to that truth. So in this world of authority, A lot of times we let our feelings decide who we're going to listen to or if we're going to obey, I guess maybe is the best word, authority put over us um, instead of, hey, what does God say about me obeying authority? Yeah. Me obeying
0: authority he's put in my life. What are the facts there? Yeah. Um, Totally. I mean, when we talk about authority in the most basic sense, we're talking about people over you. Yeah. In charge of you, like it's your teacher, your coach, your parents yeah. are probably your most Bosses, maybe consistent. if you have a job. Yeah, maybe you have a job Um How many times, and I bet you guys have probably thought this Do your feelings just put you in the same place for a really long extended period of time? Right, like I feel a certain way and then like I'm in my feels Right, <laughs> and then you think about that all the time, right? That's right. just an idea, but in authority, feelings for sure can get you in trouble And then you're not doing what, like you said, the Bible or truth would have you do or say or act like. And I think that the moment we look at authority and we say, hey, okay, maybe I don't see the long-term picture of this Mm. because when you're in high school or wherever you're at, sometimes you don't see the long-term picture. Yeah. The the older you get, the better
1: you become at looking further down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I think it's like like for me. I can't see as far down the road as you because I'm shorter. Right? <laughs> but like the older I get, the better I become at looking further down the line. Like high school, it's like, you know, what am I having for lunch today? <laughs> you know, oh. that was always bored brew, Tory Pines, oh, you board know. And brew. It's that, was, that was always the focus. But yeah, the older you get, the better you become and the more important authority becomes the older you get because contrary to what a lot of you think the older you get the more authority there is over you which sounds kind of weird but when you're a kid you know like my son is one and a half it's just me and hannah sometimes his grandparents if they're watching him whatever like it's very few people it's like family yeah right and then eventually he'll go to school and now you're going to introduce teachers And then, you know, for a lot of you listening, you're in school right now, junior high, high school, maybe college. And then eventually you're going to have to get a job. Now you're going to have a boss, right? And you're going to have to pay taxes. So there's like even more government authority over you. Like the older you get, high school student, it's not less authority. Maybe you get a little bit more freedom, but that doesn't mean less authority. They almost go hand in hand. Like the more freedom that you get granted the more authority there is actually over
0: you. Yeah. I I mean, totally. So if you think about it, when I graduated high school, right? How, when was that? A long time ago. When I graduated high school, I the moment I did, m- my parents just kind of released me. So for you, graduating
1: high school was like the moment you became an adult. Yeah, totally. Not like, like where, how old were you?
0: I 17, like, 18? Eight, 18. Yeah, 18. okay. Yeah, so I'm 18. My parents released me, and I get my car. You know that you've been the yeah, old one, man. Chevy blue. Cavalier, baby blue station wagon. Mm, tried to drift it. Tried it, broke it. Tried it again. Yeah, I tried it three broke times it and I broke it. It was not a good idea. But I was gone. Like I lived at my house, but for all intents and purposes, I wouldn't come home till three or four in the morning every day. I wake up and go to community college, or I'd go to work, and whatever it was. Now the authorities kind of like different. My parents are still my parents, but they release me. They train me. Yeah. And I I heard this said one time, I don't remember where, whether it was TikTok or whatever it was. It's not like you get extremely wise as you get older. You do. It's the experiences that you have. Right. Right. So I have more experiences as I get older. So I understand why I'm telling you to do something. So I get the bigger picture. And to your point, you get more authority in your life as you get older, but I understand the value of it.
1: Yeah. I think like the parent authority structure is so applicable to everyone, right? Everyone. everyone. Pretty much everybody. Um, and the Bible lays that out pretty sweet. Actually, you know, when the Bible says honor your mom and dad, uh, it also comes with a promise after, after that, it it comes out of Exodus 20 verse 12 and it says, honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God has given you. And it's this commandment with a promise that, Hey, if you do this, if you honor your mom and dad, guess what? You're going to have more days on this earth. Long will be your days on earth. Now, I don't know if that's because your parents aren't going to kill you or if, (laughs) <laughs> what they're wanting you to do a uh, surprise is like what's best for you and it's going to lead to a longer life yeah it's for your benefit yep um but it's huge and, and honestly what took me too long to learn Josh and what I would love for youth to learn faster than I did is that authority no matter what level or what authority we're talking about parents Bosses, teachers, coaches, government, whatever, authority is actually a blessing. Definitely, and the sooner we get to that point, the better.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more on that. Authority is a blessing, yeah. And there have been times where I opposed authority in my life, right? I didn't. We all have. Yeah, we've all been there. And sometimes the consequences are big and authority is a huge blessing in your life. I think what challenges people is when your authority is asking you to do something that you like, like you were saying, you don't see the value in it, Mm -hmm. or maybe you're confused by it. And and, in times like that, I just have to look to the Lord. Right, if you don't know the answer to the question, like Lord, why would you have me do this now? Not things that are compromising to what the Bible would tell you right. or what the Lord is telling you to do. Just something
1: that you're like, this doesn't quite make sense. Why would you want me to do this? Yeah, not well. This is someone's asked me to do something wrong. that's wrong. Yeah,
0: I I know I shouldn't rob a bank. Like that's just something I shouldn't do. Right, but I think when we get in places like that, it can get challenging.
1: Well, sometimes you have this feeling or you know, feel God directing you to go or do a certain thing. Um, and you're like, why? Yeah. Right? Like, questioning authority. Yeah. Not questioning what they want you to do, just questioning why they're asking you or he's asking you to do that. I think, you know, we've kind of glossed over the authority that applies to every single person, whether you're a believer or not, and that's the Lord. Oh, that's time. That's God. You know, he is all-powerful, all-knowing, all places at the same time. He is the ultimate authority. The Bible says that he puts people in positions of authority, mm. that whoever is in authority over you, God has put them there. You know, I would like to say in what we've been talking about, he has blessed you by putting those people in those positions of authority, no matter who they are, because he's in ultimate control. He is He's the top dog, right? Right. He's the top of the food chain.
0: The he boss. Up there. So he's the boss. He up there for sure. Um, yeah, no, it, it's huge. And I think we gloss over it because for me and for you, I think it's just naturally built into our mindset being in our role here. But yeah. that, that shouldn't be the case. We should have a a mindset. The Bible even talks about it. I have a couple of verses here. Matthew 28, 18. I'll just read 18 through 20. It says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Let's go back to 18. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. We have to take that statement and believe it to be true. Mm -hmm. And I think... I'm not saying that me and you are perfect that it like it's it is ingrained in us but I think a lot of times Christians don't actually think about that in day-to-day situations mm-hmm. is that all authority has been given to Jesus who right. is God.
1: And this is the purest example of authority being a blessing. Mm. Right? Like God, this authority, he sent his son. He was he was willing to send his son to be the sacrifice for us and to say like Jesus here in this passage saying, I am God. I'm not just a guy, a good guy or a guy that did a good job yeah. or a prophet. I am God in human form to make this sacrifice for people so that they can know God, so they can know this authority, so they can have a relationship with him, so that they can live with him in heaven forever one day. Yeah. This is this first, best, purest example of authority being a
0: blessing to us as people. Yeah. Um, and like it, how isn't it a blessing Right. I think people will get into a place where like, no, that's not a good idea. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go on a 20-mile hike. When I was a kid, I hated going on hikes. My parents were like, get in the car. We're going to go hang out. We're going to go to the park. Not the park, but like we go somewhere and be like, ah, I'd rather just chill in my house and like play in 64, like go in my backyard. And at the end of the day, I'm so grateful that they did that, mm. that they took you where you wanted to go. And that's how we have to look at authority. So and now you can stay home and play video games. Yeah, I mean like I'm I don't really do that. I'm not very good. I try but no, i'm um, just kidding Yeah, whatever it is, you know, yeah. you stay inside you play video games whatever but man, mean your your authority in your life and jesus has that plan for you and there's right. a reason Right, you said honor your father and mother mm-hmm. and then the promise comes after right right long life I mean that that is one dash a right one is Jesus has the ultimate authority, right? And so he is looking to tell you great things for you, even if you don't understand them, that your parents are authority. They're going to help you in your life, right? And uh, I I think it's just amazing what they talk about. There's a verse, um, Romans 13, one 1. it says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Mm-hmm. You talked about people being placed in positions. Yeah. Sometimes we, that authority is as simple as your parents. Maybe it's a teacher. Maybe it's a coach, whatever it is, but it is in place by God um, for a reason.
1: Yeah, and eventually, you know, as we grow up and grow older, even moving junior high to high school, like we actually get some authority put on our shoulders that we get in charge of some other things. Like we talked to Braden Nicolosi last week. Yeah. He's a quarterback. There's authority put on his shoulders. Like he commands, he instructs, he's in charge of that offense. That's authority been put on him as a student, as a youth. Like, don't think like, Oh, that's for later. Right. Or these are my youth years. I can do whatever I want and get that figured out later. No, you're to respect and honor authority that God's put over you. But also, there's going to be authority put on your shoulders that you're going to be responsible for as you continue to grow older. Now, what we're really good at doing, mm. what we shouldn't be doing, Oh, is that we tend to like to make ourselves the ultimate authority. Ah, the boss. Right. Even in fact, we'll make our or give ourselves authority over God. Dude. Right. Totally. And what we'll was it like? Oh. I know God wants me to do that. I know God wants me to honor my mom and dad too bad. I don't want to. Right. And that feeling we were talking about at the beginning is just us deciding, Hey, I'm in charge. Yeah. I I know
0: what's best for my life.
1: I might not know, but this is what I feel like is best. So I'm going to do it because (laughs) you know what I'm in charge. And we, we start messing up this authority structure. Mm. That's, that's, set up for a reason it's set up for our benefit and when we go outside of that when we go around it we try to jump it that's when we get into a whole lot of trouble
0: yeah i think thinking back to like i i'm in charge over god for what's best in my life you can think of all the times i've prayed or asked or like said oh this is what you want for me to do i have this feeling like you're telling me to do this um and so then you go and do this thing because it's really what you wanted to do Mm -hmm right? You, you're like a lawyer with a leading question. And the answer to it is, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I just heard God, like, he just told me to do this. Okay. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That woman now that she's, she's mine. I heard God say that, (laughs) you know, like expand the idea into whatever, but authority in our lives is different. Uh, we talked about it before this organizational chart, right? Mm -hmm. Like this idea that let's look at a CEO of fortune 500 company as the top, right and then cfo ceo OO, cmo and then pass it down all the way now where let's say you're here somewhere in the middle or the interns uh, interns dude we're interns we're not even in the middle we're in the mail room mm. right we but, were okay fine no we're in the mail room i'll be in the mail room you can be over the mail room all right no, no, i'm fine with being yeah. an intern hey, i'm not great. even getting paid <laughs> <laughs> all right so then okay who's your boss Then who's their boss? Then trace it back. Let's go up this chart like this tree. And then at the very top is one person Mm -hmm. and and it's Jesus. And so I think it's a good check to think about that in our lives and then see, okay, God, how would you have me behave? Okay, let me respect my authority. Let me not just disagree and go do what I want. God, I believe that you know what's best for me, that I'm going through this because that's what you would have me do.
1: You know, the crazy thing about that, analogy or i guess the flaw in that analogy is that person at the top is only there because people have decided they're in charge Mm. right yeah they're decided we're going to look to that person and sometimes we'll fall out of that and say you know what we're not going to look to that person we need to replace this person however our top our very very top that person can never be replaced irreplaceable right That person can't be removed from his position of authority. Whether we believe him to be ultimate authority or not does not change the fact that God is ultimate authority. Let's go. And the Bible says every knee will bow and every tongue confess. Now, for us Christians, we know we've embraced God as his rightful place, as ultimate authority, the top dog, the boss, right? And we've entered into this relationship with his son who has all the same authority as him. Yeah. To be Lord and Savior of our life. Big not time. just Savior. Not just forgive me of my sins. Now I'm back to doing my thing because I'm in charge. No, no, no. Lord and Savior. Another word for Lord, authority <laughs> and right. Savior of my life. That he is in charge. Hmm. And I'm submitting myself to another authority hmm. because of what he's done for me. Because guess what? That's blessing. It's going to be better for me that I do that. Yeah. my life will be better if we do that we don't want to talk about government that much but I do want to say this this is why governments exist because people decided hey if we could all agree on some common rules our lives will be better together yeah it's going to be for our benefit to put this authority over people right yeah. we we got to realize again and I, I want us to learn so much and I need to learn this over and over. authority is a blessing mm. and to live under authority is a blessing to live as Jesus with Jesus as our authority leads to so many blessings in our lives. Yeah,
0: I it does. It just does. I mean, and you guys have probably learned that for yourself. And if you haven't, you will. Right. You're going to see that in your own experiences day to day. I just hope you learn it the easy way and
1: not the you hard know, way. The hard That's way is worse. That's why we're here
0: for the easy way. The hard way is way worse. But you still learn in that, right? Sometimes, here's the rules. Here's the idea. Here's what the Lord wants you to do. You're going to do your own thing for 10 years, mm. right? You're going to just kind of reject or rebel against those things that are put above you. And, and you, might, you might struggle for a long time and you get back to where the Lord wanted you the whole time when you recognize it and mm-hmm. when you just trust what he's doing, right? That's that verse that I've been talking to so many students, so many people, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Right. I trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In, in all, all your, your ways, ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Right. In all your ways. You, you may not understand what is happening, Like, there's a real possibility. I don't understand a lot of stuff, but it is for your benefit. I think about my journey to being where I am as a pastor. I could look back and say, all right, the Lord was pointing me here and here. I had 20 people telling me to walk this way, walk this way. And I was like, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. And here I am, however many years later, and I'm like, okay, Lord, I see the value. I see what you were trying to do, rich and blessing. And, uh, it's so rad to just like walk in that path and, and be obedient even in the difficult times. Yeah. You know, I think it's James who says in
1: his book, you know, like if you love God, keep his commandments, right? Yeah. Like simply said, if you love God, obey him. Yeah. And, you know, if you love God, live under his authority mm. and he there's all these rules and guidelines and, you know, hot topic word mandates <laughs> in the Bible because God wants us to prove that we love him. Mm. That's a wrong way to look at it. It's, it's actually backwards. He proved that he loved us, Yeah. that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He's the one who proved his love. Yeah. And we don't have to do anything. We just have to accept it, receive it. Yeah. And then in that, now that we've entered that relationship, we've come under his authority. Hey, how can we honor him? How can we respect him as authority in our life? Jesus, God, Holy Spirit. How can we do that? Hey, this way he's asked us to live, live that way. That's how you can love him. And because he's most interested in us having the best possible life that we can. Now, his definition of best is different usually than our definition of best. But he knows what it is because he's all-knowing. Yeah. And he says, hey, live this way. It's going to be better for you if you live like this and, and lays it out for us. Hey, your life's going to be better if you honor your mom and dad <laughs> and your life's going to be better if you obey the government. Cause then you're not going to be in jail or like whatever, you know, like yeah, jail the things sounds are bad. <laughs> that's Josh and my biggest, biggest fear. fear.
0: We've talked about this on our daily trips all the time. Yeah, like, I do not want to go to jail. Not even close. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's where we want to get to. That's where you want to get to. And I I hope you guys understand that we we have made endless mistakes in our lives, right? And they, we'll continue to. And and we will constantly do it. And so will you. Right. But it's like a generalized idea that we want to get there. You know, the Lord calls us, I, I have a verse, First Timothy two, one through four, right? It says, First of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And pray for those people who are over you. Right. And pray, and and when I'm not just talking like people you know, pray for people you don't know who yeah. are in roles of leadership, authority over other people. Maybe it's not a direct one to one thing. Maybe they're like five tiers away on that that weird chart, whatever. Sure. Yeah, let's pray for them. Right. Let's love other people. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love other. Love your neighbor as yourself. Like love others.
1: Right. Pray for your parents. Pray for your teachers. Yeah. Pray for your boss. Yeah. And how who they are and how they lead, you know, your family, your class, your job, your organization, whatever it is. Like be praying. We're called to do that as Christians. I mean, we have an opportunity that I think we far too often as Christians don't take advantage of. And that's we can actually be a light, we can be a witness, we can be an example, we can lead people to Christ in the way in which we honor, respect, and respond to authority that's in our life, whatever exactly. level that is. You know, first and foremost with God, how yeah. we respond and honor Him in the way we live our life is an easy way for us to be a light Solid. and an example. But how we are and how we behave with our parents answer and answer and talk to them and, and do what they've asked and obey them or how we respond and interact with our teachers. Or if we're doing what our teachers are asking of us in class, you know, Hmm. both the work and just behavior, passing notes and talking and all that junk, you know, that goes with it. But are we being this model person, this model citizen? We've been asked and commanded. You read the verse. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to live under respect, honor, authority that's been put over our lives. We've told you why. It's because it's a blessing. Um, But we need to go do it and then take that as an opportunity uh, to be a witness. You know, I, I, when we started talking about, hey, we're going to talk about authority, my mind jumped immediately to 1 Peter. Uh, and in chapter 2 and chapter 3, he talks a lot about authority. It, he talks a lot about submission to different kinds of authority. Uh, but right before that, right before he goes in to the authority and submitting to different authorities in your life, he says this First 1 Peter 2, verse 11 and 12. He says, Beloved Christian. I beg you, as sojourners, as pilgrims, who people who are not home, he's saying, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles. Gentiles here using as a picture of non-Christians. Yeah. Right? That the way in which you live your life, your conduct be honorable among the Gentiles. That when they speak evil against you, They may, by your good works in which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. Right? We get talked about bad because we're Christians sometimes. Yeah. And this verse is saying, hey, when that happens, keep living the way you're living. Honor that authority. Stay away from those fleshly lusts, those things you feel like doing. Yeah. That are contrary to what God's asking you or commanding you, calling you to be. Obey him. And in doing that, your conduct will be such a light, such an example to them that they might, that they may, the hope is they would come to a relationship with God because of the way, the consistency you remained in respecting, honoring authority that's in your life at whatever level that is, he would go on to say, he talks about government, he talks about bosses, he talks about family structure, all of those things, Hmm. not pick and choose, just well, I'm going to listen to my parents, but not this. Or I'm going to listen to my boss, but not these people. Or far too often, man, when we're students or you guys, you listen to what your friends say instead of what your family says. Yeah. No, no. Listen to the authority that's been put over your life. It's for your benefit. If you do it, if you embrace it and say, hey, this is the authority God's put in my life, then that can actually be a witness. That can lead people. We do that well. That can lead people to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. It, it is. And it sounds like sometimes, and I think this gets portrayed on Christians because some Christians don't do it well, but man, it is, there are some rules. There are some things we're supposed to do, but it doesn't mean you live some boring life. No, no. Like your authority is there to help you, but it doesn't mean you're not going to go enjoy what God's given you and, and gifted to you, but your speech, your conduct, your character, those things matter. And how you handle each situation and, and where you're going is going to, be impactful and can be impactful Mm -hmm. whether good or bad and and i would just encourage you guys to really embrace that and and like we've been talking about you're gonna figure it out on your own we just want to help you get there quicker yeah quicker than we did yeah is this
1: this is all about you yeah
0: it's not about it's not about me i'm not trying to talk to myself here like sometimes i hear myself and i'm like oh yeah i should probably listen to that
1: just having, we're having a conversation with each other about our experiences and times we mess up, times, yeah. you know, we could have done better or, and we want you to
0: grow, yeah, get better faster than we did. Yeah.
1: And plenty of you already ha- are there.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you guys are going to be in places, we talked about this a little bit, but you're going to get to a place where you're uncertain of what you're supposed to do in a situation. Yeah. You're not sure. You're like, okay, I'm trying to honor the Lord here, but this person who's above me is asking me to do something that I know isn't right according to the Bible. I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, seek the word, seek the Lord, and then if you still can't find an answer, talk to somebody. Yeah, reach out for help. Reach out to us. Reach out to somebody you know who who understands what the Bible says or is uh, older than you, above you, or, or can help you as your peers. Have conversations. I reach out to somebody else who's in authority over you. Yeah, that would be helpful. And and just know that as you make mistakes, as you have successes, man, it's all going to help you in the long run. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is uh, definitely not the easiest thing to always talk about. Authority isn't the most glamorous conversation, but I think it is a, ne- a necessary one. Absolutely. And uh, so that's what we were so pumped to talk about with you guys today. And, and I, my encouragement is just uh, start trying to do the little things that you're asked to do and then work your way and try and do everything you're asked to do. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to pray for
1: us? Sure. God, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for every single person, uh, listening wherever they're at. God, um, we love you. We thank you for the opportunity uh, to be a light in this world, to be the salt of the earth, to be your witness, to lead people, uh, In the way of understanding, to know you and God, would we embrace the authority that you are in our lives that we've decided as Christians you are to be? Would we embrace that every day? Would we embrace all the other levels of authority you've put in our lives, God, and and to accept and realize they are there to bless us? And you're in control, no matter what's going on, no matter what the authority structure looks like, whether we got kids, students with families that are together or families that are separated or struggling with, you know, the boss that they might have and repeatedly maybe being asked to do things that are not moral or wrong, that you're still in control. Hmm. When you're the boss. You're the top dog God. And we would always find peace and we would always rest in that. Uh, there is freedom in knowing that the God that we have a relationship is in absolute, complete authority and control over every single thing that happens. Would we
0: remember that all the time? I love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, God's the boss. God's the boss. That's right. So, hey, if you're in the area here, uh, you go to Horizon or you don't go to Horizon, Friday nights if you're in 7th to 12th grade come join us 6 to 8 p.m. That's right. We're going to be on campus doing worship. worship. Message, yeah, small, small groups. groups just hanging out, hot chocolate, you know, for these cold winter nights. That's right. We got a really sweet little outdoor setup. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good and uh, we'd love to see you here. If you're not from around here, some of you are from the Philippines or wherever you're Texas, the Texans. That's right. Um Hey, check out what we're doing. Go to horizon.org slash youth. You can see uh the messages yeah. on the YouTube page, see some other content. But we just want to connect with you, get plugged in, and uh yeah, we love you guys. For sure. And uh this is dope. I hope you guys all have amazing days, nights, weeks, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hey, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Let's talk about you.